thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Hey there, welcome to Roast Mortem, hosted by Travis Lee. I am Travis Lee. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute, whoa, who am I? I don't know. Who are you? Uh, I'm Travis Lee. Okay. Cody, who are you tonight? And uh, I, I guess I am your Cody for the evening. Ah, shit, you ruined it, Cody. You're supposed to be Travis Lee, too. Well, Mike, maybe you can come in clutch. Uh, I'm usually Mike most of the time, but tonight I'll be Travis. All right, great. Well, you can't from... just decide to be me. You just it's I'm not, Travis I don't choose to be Travis Lee. But you have made choices that have sculpted the man that is Travis Lee. That's uh, true. Baloney a day keeps the doctor away, as I so would say. Yeah, you've been saying that for a long time. You never say that. I no. live by that. No, code. he hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you have like at least somewhere. seven fruit roll-ups on in the soles of your shoes. Gonna go walk right faster. That's what Dr. Schultz started as. These are the choices I am starting to make because I don't care anymore. <laughs> mm, good for you. Good for you. It's where I'm at. It's where I'm at in life. What's going on, everyone? Good. Good. You Doing know, things. I'm a survivor. I'm on a make it. I'm a survivor. I don't know. I don't have Rona. Totally, completely corona-free uh, cast tonight, which I I'm hope so. happy I don't, to report. We got to stop talking about this corona thing. Because I, I feel like it's going to... We're going to get an angry letter from someone. And it's not going to yeah. be like the funny angry letter that we get. Because we've had a few of those. Especially thought, from that congressman. Yeah. But, you know, one of those that's just like, eh, sorry about your kid and your mom. No, it's going to be like my poodle's sister's owner, like niece's cough twice because of the coronavirus. How dare you? All right. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe we should just stop talking about it because it's really not funny. Not because it wasn't funny. But there's, you just hear it everywhere. There's no jokes yeah. to be made anymore. It's done. Yeah, we've we've Sounds exhausted Sounds like a beer. This. Toilet paper's not here anymore. Yeah, you've heard yeah. it. We don't need to beat a dead horse. Yeah, we're not oh, Twitter. Oh, there's something that I did. Ah, uh, man, it had to do with Corona again. I watched the Corona porn. What? Corona? How did that go? They exist. Wow, look at that. <laughs> what is that? Just is this guy eat, eating someone out with a face mask on? That just sounds like BDSM, though. I would think it would be a little bit more like guy just sneezing to the asshole <laughs> of, of a woman. Gaping asshole. She makes a French horn sound out of her mouth. Or a woman <laughs> walks into the room. Excuse me. Do you, <laughs> do you have a sink where I can wash my hands? <laughs> She's just like, well, I, I just filled up with uh, some cleaning solution in my rear end. Yeah. Would you like to fist me? <laughs> I have the PRL just for that. Yeah, stay clean. Stay clean. <laughs> yeah, stay right. clean. Well, we did it. We made an original Corona joke that had nothing to do with Corona. Just there like, we go. You're welcome. All right, I take it all back. Don't. All right, <laughs> no more Corona jokes. <sighs> that was the last one. That well, you can't do it anymore. All right. Yeah. So yeah, no moving more. along. Anyone else's week different? What types of porn did you watch? I don't know. I I'm working on a show right now, and it just got bought by Netflix. So that's cool. You're greenlit. And uh, I'm heavily involved in it, but it's good. Work is good. You know, I'm I'm talking into microphones for work. That's hilarious. There you go. And you're doing it now for funsies. It's not fun anymore. 
It's just <laughs> fucking not fun. It's work. I don't want to talk to you guys. Mike, what'd you do? Uh, just uh, you know, moseyed about. Just, you know, trying to avoid the Rona. Bring it back locked in. in. Yeah, locked inside a dark room for a week. You brought us back. We told you not to do it, and you brought the <laughs> bad <back>. Mike. <laughs> Drop and give me forty kegels. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ass kegels. Is there any other type, Travis? Uh, you can do it with eyelid kegels. Yeah, eyelid kegels. Eyelid kegels. <laughs> just blinking. <laughs> Stop it! That's disgusting. I don't know. Maybe we should just go right into it. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's just. I went to the zoo. But fuck me. Oh, week. you went to the zoo. Oh, I went to the zoo. Cody looked you at did? a giraffe. Did you pet anything? It was one of those typical zoo experiences where, like, I want to say, like, sixty-five percent of the animals just weren't in their exhibit for some reason. <laughs> was empty. You know what I mean? You're walking, and it's just like rhino. That sounds like fucking cool. Like one of those, you know. Like fat lepre- leprechauns, fat unicorns. Like, let me see one of those. And it's of course just not there. It's on break. <laughs> no, it was it was just not there because like for whatever reason there was like an active cement mixer in uh. the exhibit too. <laughs> and I was and I was just like, we'll be fucking reckless to have a rhino and an active cement mixer in the same exhibit at the same time. No, the rhino is part of the union. He had to take a break. Oh, he was <laughs> yeah. just putting pavers Smoke down? Smoke break. Yeah, yeah he's out yeah. there. That's a weird-looking rhino. His legs are crossed. <laughs> he's sitting in a chair smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's of course. smoking a Newport while eating, like, an apple. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of construction worker. <laughs> where it's like, this will cancel each other out. Yeah, scheming of ways to get disability. Yeah. Exactly. What it's if my horn accidentally fell off while I was making cement? Well, it's an accident, uh, so it doesn't get some money out fall of that. under company insurance. Yeah. How do they get fucking rhinos to goddamn Hawaii? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's got to be by fucking air. You think they'd fly them bitches in? Yeah. Hmm. You come on a freight Flown rhinos. Or a freight yeah. boat. Well, they do. Just knock it out. A little bit of that. Right through the yeah, old I rhino am. skin. Push it up <laughs> there. Annex. Yeah. Here, Rhino, Papa come Zannies. on on here. Here's some hay. Come into the <laughs> fuselage. Walk on in. Look at this hay we got for you. Mm, doesn't it look good? Oh, yeah. Get him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. Like I said before, we should really just get into this. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Also, we're last done week's episode, we talked for 15 minutes before we said anything about Bo Bramel. Yeah, well, we're just best buds. We're just talking. But no one wants to hear us. I think that's like no. people. Yeah, it's weird. They skip that. It's like an ad for our lives. Like it's an ad for people to like us as pe- as people. Yeah, which I'm is, a horrible yeah. human being. We're not likable. No, I mean, if anything, if you want to find good friends, you should play Raid Shadow Legends. How's that? No, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yes. <laughs> You need to not do that. All right. Travis, what kind of research did you do while you were socially distancing yourself this week? <laughs> you bastard. Tonight, we're actually talking about a weird introvert boy. So he did, had to, he did a lot of social distancing by choice. And he also lived through some plagues and shit. But let's nice. jump right into it. Tonight, we're roasting Leonardo. He was born with his three other brothers. They were dumped in the sewer in New York, and then some ooze fell on them. They turned into pizza-eating ninjas really? that fight with rats. They don't fight with rats. Hmm. They train under rats. Yeah, they fight. Oh, really, familiar, this is going to be a bad episode. 
If any listener yeah. wants to... Good start, Travis. Yeah, really. <laughs> just the worst joke possible, right into the lead-in. Right. I had to get the Ninja Turtles out of the way right there. I uh, get that When part. you say get it out of the way, that entails you're not going to come back to it. Well, but you're just going to... You, you're just making the, the, the basket that is this episode... Just by weaving in fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle jokes. Well, I'm just going to say we're going to be talking about Michelangelo and Raphael. And who's the other one? Donatello? I, I don't, Picasso. We're not, we're not talking about Donatello. Whoa, Splendid. we're talking about Leonardo. Yeah, we're talking about Leonardo da Vinci. Look at that. What? Yeah. Mona Lisa, right? Not a big one. Yeah, that's him. He, yes. Yeah, he did, did the, the see that? My that Mona one. Lisa. Are we going to talk about the Mona Lisa? We are going to talk a little bit about the Mona Lisa. Good. Uh, but right off the bat, again, right off the bat, I wanted to say, Leo is actually pretty fucking awesome. So, like, tonight we're not roasting a dickhead. Um, he's probably one of the greatest minds the world has ever seen. Oh, fuck you. I'm we'll al- roast you for thinking that. I'm also not so convinced that he wasn't a time traveler, based on some of the things that he thought of. And also, another thing, he wasn't one of those, like, Asperger geniuses, like Einstein, cousin toucher. The dude was yeah. really social. He was, like, fun to party with. Oh, he was cool. touched his cousin in public. He didn't touch his cousin. Da Vinci didn't touch his cousin. He didn't know who his cousin was. Uh, yeah. Mm. The only thing that touched his cousin was the plagues. Yes. Little boobons. Just more to Stop. feel. <laughs> so, Leo code. was primarily, um, as an artist, he was primarily a painter, but he was also a sculptor, an architect, and much more than that. He was a philosopher, a scientist, an engineer, geologist. And, I mean, he pretty much anything there was to observe in the world, he wanted to learn about it. Okay. In, in an yeah. age where there was no Google, so he had to do all that legwork. Yeah. That's a lot of work. A lot of reading, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, it. So the thing is, you have a lot of... Y'all have a lot of hobbies? How many hobbies do you guys have? Since I do this for work now, I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. I have stretches of the day where I distract myself loathing by, like, you know, playing Pokemon. Does that count? Yeah. It's called, Great. Yeah. It's called being a millennial that plays Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, I've just been so busy that, like, I just sometimes reminisce of other times I have jerked off. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't jerk off anymore. I just think of times, and I was like, yeah, that was a good one. I remember that one. Tom, you had to do some me time. You had to put that in the Google Calendar. Jerk off sesh. Yeah. 15 minutes. I'm, I'm a Takes brick, away the man. stress, you know what I mean? I am way bricked. Look, you look at my schedule, you go, Tom, how you going to do all this? And I say, easy. I'll be dead by 34. Yeah, micromanage, Tom. Hang in there. So here's the thing. He had so Leonardo da Vinci had so many different hobbies but like how do you find all the time to do all that you know like he's question, doing, a lot, well, back doing then, a lot of things was, i don't know that's even a lot for back then you know you, you gotta think about you gotta cook meals and shit yeah it's true yeah, like, yeah. i don't know you can't just like order dominoes no no doordash for leo <laughs> yeah yeah so the thing was was leonardo da vinci rarely finished anything that he worked on Oh, that's what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even some of the most famous paintings that survive today aren't even finished. Really? Stuff like the Mona Lisa, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, a it's not painting finished? called Yeah, a no. painting called St. Jerome wow. in the Wilderness and the Adoration of the Magi. All these are considered masterpieces, but you can see clearly that they're not finished. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, question, was St. Jerome a vampire? Yeah, he's a vampire. He's currently living in L.A. Okay. Oh, cool. A great musician. 
All Check right. them out. That's an inside joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we do those. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. They are fun, but I don't know why we do that. Well, it's I don't like know, look puzzle. it up. Google us. Yeah. Like, just Google around. Look for a Jerome who's a vampire. <laughs> Maybe something happens. You can't miss him. You can't yeah. fucking miss him. Yeah, so Leo's got a lot of things going on. And he's kind of a lazy boy sometimes. You know what I mean? He just doesn't. When you take, you know, Tom, like, you worked freelance. Cody, you worked freelance. Mike, you've eaten pizza before. Yeah. When you, when you uh-huh. say you're going to do something for money... Like, you have to do it. For money? Oh, yeah. 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 You're under the gun, you just gotta do it. Yeah. yeah. But if it's just like, what, Cody, why is your toilet running for like the eighth month in a row? I'm just like, no one's no one's paid me to touch it yet. Oh, that gives me a great idea. Someone should pay me to jerk off. Yeah. I'll figure that out later. <laughs> yeah, fans only. Or just Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Patreon. Uh, no, no, no. I don't want to get paid to jerk off. I... You know when people on Patreon Most say, buy can. me a coffee? I'm just like, buy me five minutes. Five minutes Just to justify me <laughs> not doing anything for five minutes. Anyway, Tom, Tom, is your is is that where our Patreon money is going towards your seven uh, Pornhub premium accounts? Yeah, <laughs> well, I got different ones. Why I like seven? different tastes. Sometimes yeah. I wake up and feel a little more gay than usual. You know, <laughs> thank God for the variety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so Leonardo was born in Vinci. That's yes. his name, Leonardo da Vinci. I love that trick question. You know, those the, the, in like grade school, people were like, oh, "What was George? What color was George Washington's white horse? Where was Leonardo born?" Is just like a step up of, of of that like dumb grade school trick question that I love. He was squirted into the world in 1452 wow. during the heart of the Renaissance, Renaissance. in Italy. Good time. Yeah, great time to be born if you're a artist, because there's a lot of art going on. Mm. Yeah, like 200 years prior, he'd just be like fucking making carrots and just <laughs> yeah. being stumped. Not farming them. He'd just be like, how do I make carrots? <laughs> like, just have like paint and clay out, and it's just like, I can't eat any of these. I want a long root vegetable. <laughs> oh my God. There were some dark ages during the dark ages. Yeah, it must ages. have sucked yeah. back yeah. then. Like 1310, like, I must have lived in a shitty year. Oh, that was, stuff. that was when the world was as smooth as it could get. Yeah. Because Rome <laughs> happened, they figured all this shit out, and then all of a sudden Christ came into the picture, and everyone was like, let's just kiss that guy's feet for the next thousand years. <laughs> here's, yeah. Here, here's an interesting factoid. Go look at any of our like New Year's countdowns. We can't find anything... During the Dark Ages. Yep. Like, <laughs> they didn't know how to read or write or even use Twitch stream. No. It's crazy, they didn't right? Write anything down because they were too busy not dying. Didn't have Fortnite, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you couldn't watch Fortnite. You couldn't be like sitting in your barn and be like, whoa, that cow is really good at digging. Shooting <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to be like, that cow looks really, is really good at looking sexy. Oh, gamer cow pee. <laughs> so. Leonardo was a bastard. He was ah, cool. yeah, oh, sweet. the firstborn illegitimate child of wealthy notary uh, Sir Pedro. It's his Pedro. name. Okay. It's his dad's name. I'll, we don't I, really know. I'll take we it. Don't, yeah, we don't really know his mother uh, because she was illegitimate. Most historians believe her name was Katerina. Um, I like the notion of having an illegitimate mother, not a child. Well, I mean, this is the time where it's like, if you're wealthy, you must touch a princess vagina clitoris. 
Yeah. If if you touch a dirty one that picks up cow pies and licks the bottom, then you will never have fame. Yes, your children will not be canon <laughs> if you don't touch a princess vagina. Well, thank God uh, Sir Pedro was such a bastard, um, bastard maker, because we wouldn't like have that. this brilliant mind without him. Yeah, that's that a good. That's a good Xbox Live handle. Bastard, Bastard maker. maker. Yeah. Yes. That, guy, <laughs> that guy's got like a. That guy's got like a six point two KDR. I'm actually gonna start a grind project called Bastard Maker. <laughs> Mark my words. Before it got famous. So his father was 25 when Leo was born, and quickly found an actual wife and moved to Florence. Oh, nice. Which is near Vinci. Uh, Katerina was said to have married a man named Acatabriga. And moved, butchered and, that. Probably. And moved to Camp Zeppi, which was a few miles outside of Vinci. Okay. Sure. Yeah. They make <laughs> Zeppi believe there. I believe you today. Yeah. Sound legit, a, you know. Acatabriga. A C C A T T A B R I G A. Who grew up just outside of Vinci. Yeah. So that guy, that's who's porking Leonardo's wife, or uh, sorry, mom, maybe. That's his stepdad. Okay. Okay. So this left, you know, she's off in Camp Zeppi with this dude making a family, and his dad moves to Florence. So little poor old little Leo was left to be raised by his grandfather and grandmother. And he spent his childhood picking olives on their villa. What a fucking Italian. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Picking olives. I like olives. Easier than picking peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. You don't got to play in the dirt for olives. Yeah. Just like you just wow. reach up and look good. Those trees aren't even tall. You ever eat a raw olive before? I did it once by accident because I'm an idiot. Disgusting. Tastes, uh, really? Yeah. It's like it's like biting into a wet pine cone. It's disgusting. <laughs> Whoever decided to do anything with olives, <sighs> but visionary. I yeah. Mean, you really got to work them. You know. You gotta get, get good stuff later. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just gotta use those artist fingers like you're making paint or pudding or jello, and you just gotta touch it and get it all slimy and turn into oil. Yeah. Sorry, I got excited. I know. It was weird. <laughs> we all saw it. I see the yeah. color rushing to your face right now. <laughs> all right. So, despite all this, Leo would spend his time. With his mother occasionally, it's believed. Again, a lot of one thing about Leonardo da Vinci's life is that we don't know much. He kept okay. a notebook and like he didn't really talk about his family. Like you had to kind of like decipher it, and then you know there'd there'd be oh, like yeah. hints from people writing about Leonardo da Vinci about what he said. But his whole early life, especially, is very kind of obscure, and we'll get into that. So it's possible that he did see his mother growing up because he wasn't that far from Camp Zeppi. Yeah. Now, being a bastard in the 15th century Italy didn't mean that Leo was completely shunned by his family. As I said, he's growing up with his grandparents. But it did mean that he couldn't become a doctor or lawyer or something fitting of the son of a wealthy dude like his dad. Really? So just because he's a bastard? Yeah, just because he's illegitimate, he like could wow. not be like he couldn't get those like MD jobs, you know? <laughs> no school would have a bastard on their premises. Jeez, people are crazy, man. I, mean, I know, right? Maybe we should readopt that system. Oh, your parents divorced? Not allowed to do anything. <laughs> Go figure out. Yeah, we wouldn't have lawyers anymore. 
I don't come from broken homes and dreams. <laughs> maybe it would be a different world. Maybe it's cruel up front, but maybe it saves us a lot of time. Oh, you got to be an artist. You got to be an artist. You got to be an author. Uh, sorry, you can't be a doctor because <laughs> because we need uh, someone from a legitimate family, not one of these fake families. <laughs> oh. So, if you were legitimate, you were forced to pursue a dishonorable career being an artist, amongst other things. Apprenticeship in something. Um, so, artisans in northern Italy were a dime a dozen. Uh, they were. <laughs> it was a dirty, gig-based economy. Uh, oh, they lived sounds with, familiar. Yeah. They lived with dozens of pupils, um, and if they were lucky, they would get a patron. Which we wow. are trying to get. <laughs> wow, it's just it's spitting image. Huh. Yeah. We're artists. We're mouth artists, right, Travis? Yeah, mouth artists. Look at me move it. Yeah. Some nice lips. Yeah, get this man patrons. I can't believe we even have a single patron. <laughs> <laughs> we have 32 as of this recording. That's amazing. I still can't believe we have a single one. Let's make it 33. <laughs> My dreams have come true. So... <sighs> so Think of when you, you know, you received this patron in, in um, you know, 15th century, century Italy. It's more like getting mm. a permalance gig, right? We're talking about a gig-based society. You're permalance. These artists were revered amongst the aristocracy. Good. But they looked down on them. They kind of used them as a status symbol, like their monkey or court jester. Like, look at my yeah. artist. He painted a portrait of my hiney. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when then. you when you commission somebody from deviant art to like turn you into like a hentai like <laughs> illustration. It's yeah. like, look, I have this now. And then if you're getting your butt painted, and then the guy's too good at it, it's like, well, maybe my ass needs a little uh, sprucing up. You know, maybe uh, can we erase a couple of those hemorrhoids and pumples that I have on my rear end? When, when you're saying you're getting your ass painted, is he? Literally having the brush on your ass. Yeah, I'm getting Edward Monk's scream on my <laughs> ass cheek. I like that. Using watercolors. So around the age of 12, thanks to the help of his father, uh-huh. Leonardo became an apprentice with Andrea De- uh, Andrea Dale. Ah, Andrea Del Verruccio. I swear I got that right the first time, but then my internet crashed. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So this was in Florence. He got this apprenticeship in Florence. And Verruccio was one of the biggest artists in Florence, had plenty of commissions and patrons throughout the Sick. city. Now, Verruccio's story is a little, and why he became an artist was a little bit different from most of the illegitimate bastards that made up his industry. Uh, Verruccio, was, when he was 14, he was throwing rocks at a temple. Because that's what nice. you did when you're oh, yeah. 14. Is, oh, yeah, look at that church. I'm going to throw rocks at it. Wait, were they throwing rocks at a Jewish temple? I don't know. It's just at a temple. Yeah, it was probably a Jewish oh, temple. No, probably temple. probably yeah, a synagogue. Jewish there is a distinction between temple and church. So, yeah. I think that is oh, a common it. pastime for back then, 1500s. Yeah. Just throwing shit at temples, see what happens. <laughs> they really so, did uh, get the brunt of it through history. Yeah, that's true. Eventually, he hit one of his fellow friends in the temple. Oh, no. So he's throwing rocks at a temple. Oh, look hit at his that. friend in the temple and killed him. Oh, so, he killed him? Yeah. Was his first reaction, bullseye? His, his first reaction was, bro, are you okay, man? 
Are you okay, man? How big was this rock? Was the rock bullet shaped? Did it come out of a gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wasn't like Leonardo da Vinci like one of the first people to like invent something that resembled a gun? Yeah. That'd be well, interesting. We'll talk about that. Ooh. So, um, this shunned Verruccio from the rest of the world, and he was in the art world. Um, most artisans at the time were skilled in every form of art because they were there to get commissions and to make money. So, like, it didn't matter That'd what it was. Like, you want a sculpture painting? Yeah, yeah. I'll do a sculpture. You want a picture painting? Yeah, why not? Yeah, so just imagine, like, a sex worker that only does, like, hand jibbers. You'd be like, you're a bad sex worker if that's your only specialty. Right? Well, that's a masseuse. Yeah. It's like Point those taken. people on, not wrong. on the streets of New York City that like, draw like, the, like, like a cartoon with a big-ass head. Yeah, the caricature drawings. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, like that shit. Yeah, yeah. I have several of those you of do? myself, yeah. Those are cool. When I would go to work every day, I would get one. Really? Yeah, I would, I would enjoy you my coffee. And you in Times Square. I, yeah, I would enjoy my <laughs> coffee and, and sit there and get my portrait I can drawn see an, every day. I can those see a legitimate old man doing that every day, reading in the newspaper, getting his caricature drawn. There's got to be some weirdo who got off on that, like, <laughs> watching this Asian guy just trying to make ends meet by drawing fucking weirdos walking into Always Times Square the, eating too many M&Ms. Always the stinkiest marker, too, he's drawing with. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, those last the longest. So, uh, Verruccio's spec was goldsmithing. That was his big thing. Every All these cool. artists, they could do everything, but they're always good at one particular or two particular things. Verruccio was goldsmithing, so... Being an apprentice meant that uh, Leonardo needed to do the usual grind. And this was mm. mixing paints, preparing canvases, sweeping, cleaning the studio. Usual intern lackey shit. There you go. Mm. It's good stuff. One of the things that Leonardo had to do was prepare salts. Um, I am assuming you need salts for painting, Tom. Do you need some? I don't know, dude. I usually just go to fucking Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> salt pre-mixed into every canvas yeah, yeah i don't know i, I don't yeah paint, i'm like yeah I'm I, yeah i'm say yeah did some art salt. in my life but to say you need salt that's beyond me dude well you're also well, a salt man i'm only 31 yeah. <laughs> okay the world still needs to be explained to me yeah I'm so leonardo would have to make these salts for painting uh-huh. and uh this was in his notebook he wrote salts can be made from human excrement Burned, calcified, stored, and dried over a low fire. Any excrement will yield salt in this manner, but human excrement is the best. So well, here's, he a little, poop. here's a little Leonardo out in the streets picking up <laughs> human poopies and burning them. Excuse me, Principessa. Are you going to use that shit for something? I'd like to take it back and put it over a nice fire. Ask with the salt with you 50-50, please. <laughs> yeah. Gross. So he's a little poop boy. Salty poops. Uh, yeah. I feel but like Italians wh- would have like the saltiest poop of like all humanity. Oh, yeah. That squid ink pasta dog. That's yeah, all salt. It's black. Marinara, yeah. Leonardo, when he his talents were actually put to use and he wasn't picking up poop, immediately Verruccio noticed that he had this like supernatural talent to observe the world and put it onto a page. Um. Cool. One thing that he did notice, he was like, you're great at drawing, but you're doing it wrong because you're supposed to use your right hand, you idiot. Oh, he's one of those. <laughs> yeah, Leonardo was a lefty. Uh, well, um, that's a huge mark against him. Yeah, it's interesting because the whole connotation of being left-handed as being evil 
didn't seem to be a thing back then. It was just wrong. Like, uh, it would take on that whole idea of, like, when you're left-handed, like, Satan's working. But it doesn't... And all these things I saw that mentioned about him being left-handed, no one's like, oh, the devil's in him. There's like, no, he's just an idiot. Look, he's doing it wrong. Yeah, oh, okay. Dumb. Well, yeah. this is also, like, they're getting over the... Uh, this is a Renaissance era. They're a little yeah. yes. more open-minded. This it, Had that been a thousand years before, I'd be like, oh, well, cut it off then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he keep, won't stop using it, cut it off. Start over. So, <laughs> so another weird thing that he did was he often would write, um, instead of left to right, he'd write right to left Yeah, in Italian. Left-handed. Cursive. Yeah. Yeah, don't it's, smear the page. It's weird. Oh. Right yeah, that left. makes sense. Huh. Did you, you not think put that together? No, do you no. think backwards? Well, when you're left-handed and you're writing left to right, you're smearing the ink the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes you go sense. The, yeah, if you go the other way, there won't be smudges. So that makes total fucking sense, actually. That's why you don't try to eat a hot dog like from the center. Because <laughs> you're going right, to get yeah. mustard <laughs> on both sides of your mouth. Are you sorry you're yet, done? Tom? <laughs> I, you know, I, I am. Because I felt like what I just said was pretty obvious, and I watched both of your eyes like click, like, "Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense." And then all of a yeah, sudden, Travis like, and "That's why you don't eat a hot dog in the middle." You got, I you know, know, it's all coming together now. <laughs> all right, that was the missing so, link that I needed. Yeah, dude. So, all right, I'm talking about his notebooks. Leonardo kept tons and tons of notebooks books no props (laughs) why 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 the simplest word in that sentence there's a hard one man hard one sometimes the easiest (laughs) stare is the hardest to fall he was one of those artists that constantly kept a sketchbook you know a lot of artists do that you see some guy you know some cute dude at college and he's got his hair in his eyes like i'm gonna draw you a picture (laughs) like one of those guys I fall for those guys every time. Yeah, man. right? Oh, wow. Huh. So he filled his pages with the faces that he saw in the streets, um, things he observed in nature and in the studio. He'd also do weird geometric and mathematical theories, and he wrote down almost everything in it. I mean, there's like shopping lists, bills and debts, like calendars. It's very he organized. just filled his sketchbook up with everything. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Yeah, which is kind of cool when you're like looking at Leonardo da Vinci's like shopping lists. It's like yeah, it's like more poop. I yeah, it was to, like wine, poopies, broken eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, I kind of went over this before. He didn't really talk about his personal life that often. Um, his notebooks would mention events, but it would never really talk about his emotions or like the state of mind he was in, um, which made him kind of an an, eni- an enigma towards his future biographers he has like this oh. mysterious lure aka about us yeah hmm. so so leo was there learning from verruccio and he's quickly outshining him thanks to his obsession with realism and verruccio really beat into his apprentices that they should draw from nature and approximation should not be tolerated Oh, okay. Like, you see that thing? That's what it should look like. Basic, but yes. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Point, yeah. uh, 101. If you're drawing something, draw it that way. <laughs> yep. Yep. No well, tracing. Yeah. But copy it. Leonardo writes, the spirit of a painter 
will be like that of a mirror. Ooh. All right. Deep. Deep, bruh. Didn't know about phones, though. Nah, they have a camera phone. Yeah. Nope, none of that. I, I think Leo had like a flip phone, though. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, those break. those have been around that long. Yeah. yeah, flip phones are ancient. So when Leo was around twenty years old, he created a first, uh, the first Western landscape. That's why. That's right. Somehow, never before what? had anyone just painted a landscape. He no. was like, "I'm gonna ah. draw this dirt and tree." There's no one in this picture. <laughs> okay. 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 Let me. Where is the subject? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe in the Renaissance, like things were going all right, reasonably all right for society where he could, you know, waste paint and canvas to not draw a subject, as Tom said. Or maybe society was just built in such a way where everyone was already getting their pictures drawn in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. There's was... always just somebody in the way of the landscape, like some tourist. Right. And that, that undermined the, the, the categorization of landscape. It's just like, oh, it's a portrait from 800 yards now because there's one tourist. In there. Hey, free portrait from Leonardo da Vinci. Anyone? Anyone? Free portrait. I'm Leonardo da Vinci. You're going to like my work. You're going to like it. Come on, sit on down. No, nothing. It's free. You're not gonna, all right, I'll just fucking paint those bushes and shit. <laughs> dude, dude. I like how Travis said Leonardo was reputed for not finishing. Yeah. Yeah. Any of his work, so like it, this could be a portrait that he just didn't finish. <laughs> I want to do the filed. background first. <laughs> yeah, let me do the background first. Ooh, the tea is done. <laughs> History's first landscape. Wow, this unfinished shit's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, someone's like genius. I'll pay eight hundred lira for it. And he's just like walking back with a with some Italian bread in his mouth, like oh, I wasn't done. Bobby <laughs> Wyatt. I don't care what the probably work of Yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> apprentices, when you were an apprentice at one of these art studios, once they were vetted, they would work on the painter's paintings, like the master's paintings with them. So, these were parts that the master painter was, like, too lazy or too busy to finish, or just wanted them to color in sections. There you go. Like, ah, no, you fucking do it. <laughs> so... Verruccio was like, all right, Leo, we're going to tag team this painting of the baptism of Christ. So I'm going to do the Jesus, and there's going to be a dude splashing water on his dome. And I want to have, like, two kneeling angels next to him. You go, you do those chicks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, fine. Easy. So there they are painting, and I'm going to send you a picture of the painting. Oh, oh great. Cool. Yes. Visual aids. Oh, nice. Paintings are credited towards Verruccio, but Leonardo, this is like one of Leonardo's first big jobs. You see that uh, fucking day glow oh, loincloth? Wow. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking influencer. <laughs> Look at him. So, yeah. Uh, Leonardo was in charge of those two bitches sitting there kneeling next to Jesus' butt. <laughs> and But if you look at... The different people in this painting, you're kind of like, wow, Jesus looks like he's trying to shit an avocado seed, and John the Baptist looks like a weird skeleton man, and those angels look pretty damn good. Straight up, Jesus is on meth in this picture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Does. Uh, Yeah, the, the angels are just better. Yeah. The cloth is better, the way the cloth sits. Yeah, Da Vinci's got it going on. Yeah, and Verruccio saw this, and he's like... Damn, Leonardo, like, 
I'm never gonna paint again. <laughs> You're really? just better yeah. than me. Yeah, and really that was quit. this was the last picture that Verruccio ever did. He did other things like sculptures and stuff, but uh, he never painted again. It's like fuck, I suck. I'm giving it up. <laughs> the fucking tree in the background on the left literally looks like some fucking clip art. <laughs> yeah, like, I like the I like the UFO. Oh yeah, yeah, they that's cool. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of UFOs. Also, Wait. another th another thing you'll you can you'll tell you can see when we look at some more of his. Leonardo's pictures is this one's definitely not his because all of the figures have halos. Leonardo da Vinci didn't paint halos on people, but because they don't exist, and he was told to copy nature. I yeah. see. Ah. All right, so Leonardo had like clothes and faces down pat, but he was also really big on drawing animals. Yeah. He loved drawing his animals. He'd find like cute little cat and he'd be like, I'm gonna draw you little poocheroo. Boop, 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 good boy. Little poocheroo. <laughs> Head yeah. reference to a cat. He had uh pages and pages of cat drawings and different Aww. poses, them licking their nuts. Oh um, sometimes the cats yeah. would like do he'd kinda get like bored of drawing a cat and it would like transform into a, what he imagined as a dragon. Oh, he's Doctor Seussing shit. Yeah. Um and a lot of the times, these dragons he drew, what he would do is he'd take one creature, and he usually based off of, like, a cat body, and then he'd put, like, chicken feet on it and, like, a lizard head. You know, like, oh, that's my he's dragon. Sicko. Dude, he's, like, literally, like, high school doodling in the margins right now. Yeah. It's like, I'm gonna do a cat. Oops, fucked it up. Let's give it scales, chicken feet, and bat wings. It's a dragon now. Right as I'm finishing ACDC logo. <laughs> the one of those 90s Specialized S's. S. Yeah, the S's. <laughs> um, but the creepy thing was, was Leonardo was also really big into anatomy and dissection of living organisms. Something we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, sometimes he would show up to parties uh, or a prospective patron and be like, hey, check out this weird animal I made. And it would be like a taxidermied-ish animal because this is like kind of before embalming. But just some creature that he'd Frankenstein together, like, oh, ah, it's really? got a rat oh, leg, and it's cool. got, like, uh, so, human teeth. <laughs> Dr. Seuss again. Yeah. He's doing exactly what Dr. Seuss did. It's that, yeah, yeah P.T. Barnuming. Yeah, it's 15th century, so, like, the, the recreational hobby of playing with dead animals is just more in the cycle of how you kill time. Yeah. The only thing no, that, there's no internet. The only thing I will say is that with Dr. Seuss, there was, like, refrigeration... There's yeah. like embalming techniques. I'm just imagining this like stinky artist showing it's up to salt. a party and be like, "Check out my sphinx!" And it's like <laughs> there's flies coming off of it, and like blood still dripping off of it. Good stuff. <laughs> Pretty neat. Uh, duh. <laughs> Who brought this guy? So it's just two dogs sewed together. Yeah. So dissecting things. Yeah. Yes. Leonardo. We've all seen. The Vitruvian Man or the Renaissance Man. Yeah. That's that naked mm -hmm. dude that's got like six legs and like four arms standing no, in a circle. No. Yeah. The understanding of anatomy was so crucial if you wanted to be a good painter. But Leonardo wanted more. He wanted to know exactly why dicks got hard. What's inside those squishy highballs? Why come toes are like small fingers? He wanted to know True. all these questions. Why come toes like small fingers? Yeah, why are toes like squishy fingers? Uh, you're like a, this guy. You're sitting next to a next evolution. Leonardo da Vinci right there. Look at him. 
<laughs> I'm taking this in. I've never seen you finish art. Yeah, that's one thing we got in common, Da Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> so he wanted to know more. Um, and he would draw anatomical drawings, uh, which are crazy impressive. If you just look up like Leonardo da Vinci anatomy, you'll see hundreds of them. Um, he'd also do cross sections of bodies and limbs, mapping good stuff, mapping of veins that would actually inform the world of medicine for centuries to come. Like centuries from then, people would look at Leonardo da Vinci like, "Oh, that's where the veins be." <laughs> Got it. You know where this bit of art would go fantastically on? Right on the cover of a Tool album. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe something with a, a guy's head looking sideways and his hands are out. Maybe a guy named Alex Gray could trace that. <laughs> <laughs> something that I saw much tracing the body. Oh, God. I don't get yeah. Tool. I don't, I don't. Me neither. They cool album covers. I never listen to them. Also, Alex Gray is creepy. He has got that weird cult upstate. My friend Christian put it really well. Uh, Tool is extremely intelligent music. For really dumb people. <laughs> Interesting. It's <laughs> true. It's true. All right. So where did Leonardo get these bodies that he was drawing? Weird pictures of you know them well, being cut open. Probably where uh, he gets the taxidermied cats from. Uh, the street. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe a few of them. Under the street. The thing is, is they had to be fresh because this is the 15th century. You couldn't put them on ice. And even Leonardo himself said a body started to rot past the point of a dissection within a few hours in the Italian yeah. climate. So what did he do? He told his boss he was going to go throw stones at a temple? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. bring a few friends. So I got, I'll bring all the stones. You just start <laughs> chucking away. Now you stand here. I'll say, oh, you got him in the temple again. Well, better science him. Oops. <laughs> Can't let it go to waste. Over the course of his life, he dissected around 30 humans. Uh, this was men, women, and even children. Oh. Um, where did he get these people? We don't know. The corpses were oh. fresh. Um, he Organ said donors. he did say that he needed at least three humans to properly create an image for an organ. So he'd be like, you need to dissect three people to be like, so you get every angle of like the lungs while they're fresh. I, I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At one time, he actually was with an old man that like knew he was gonna die, <laughs> and like just like talked to him. He was like, "Oh, you had a great life, right? And, yeah, it was good. I like this. <laughs> Hurry up! Hurry up. <laughs> Fucking brain him with an easel." Yeah, and then like the second he died, like they were joking, Leonardo started cutting him open and like looking around. He didn't even make sure he was dead. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Wait. Ow. I was What's just that? sleeping. Can't hear you. Not anymore. You are dead, sir. Can't live That's without fine. this. He pulls out one of his fucking main intestines. <laughs> look, at, look what I found inside him. His will. He <laughs> left lunch. it all to me. <laughs> Leonardo loved drawing dicks. Oh, Straight cool. off the bat. Love drawing dicks. It's yeah, fun. another thing you have in common with him, Mike. It's fun. Yeah, right? So there were Easy. like there were, one and done. there were a few of dissected dicks, he like cross sections, but he also drew a bunch of figures of them hard, soft, chubbed in people, outside of people. There's one particular picture 
where you see a guy like having sex with a woman, and it's like in a cross section. It's kind oh, of cool. It's kind of weird. X-ray porn. Yeah. Um, um, the thing is, I mean, everyone loves drawing dicks. Doesn't matter your your sexual preference. Oh yeah. Leonardo yeah. was gay, and there's no debate about this. Some historians, probably the ones that celebrate Christopher Columbus Day, are like, no, dude, he's totally not gay. Don't worry about it. He's a straight, straight guy. Straight as Straight fucking guy. pussy magnet. Leonardo. Yeah. <laughs> Look at fucking Leonardo over there being in pussies. Oh, God, he's a great guy to bring out. Number one wingman. He will get you fudged, and then he will fudge the same girl. I swear to God, he loves pussy. He draws pussies too, man. You gotta look. You gotta wait. You gotta see the way he draws wallets. You gotta see what's going on. I'm gonna show you a picture of him drawing a dick. Right? Wow. <laughs> is, is, it, is it a picture, like a Polaroid, of him drawing a dick on the bathroom no. wall? <laughs> this is an anatomical dick that he drew, right? There's a lot of detail dick. here. You see the nuts. I don't recognize oh, one yeah, part of There we tip, go. Yeah. You see that? Damn. Why is the Thanks, bladder the Thanks, size of... Well, he's not... I mean, remember, he's not perfect here, but where he's drawing dicks, right? There's like... Yeah, he's he's drawing the 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 evenly dangling testicles, the, I noticed. The sack going. Yeah. Uh-huh. When it came to drawing detail. a vagina, like, you'd think the same level of, like, you know, an- anatomy would be going into this. This Was he is, drawing stick vaginas? This, yeah. this is his drawing of a vagina, which it's like... <laughs> what, yeah, dude, look at that. What the fuck is going on in this picture? Oh, <laughs> He's never seen a vagina before. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Like. Oh, God. You, and these weird... He's thinking like, well... These weird flowering then, things on the bottom are supposed to be like an anus, like how an uh-huh. anus works. Perfect. Yeah. Star- yeah, it's chocolate hot. starfishes. Yeah. So he's, I know what he's doing. He's literally like, well, I know babies fall out of there. So the vagina opening has to be like the size of a grapefruit at least. You could sneak a two liter into a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert with that vagina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going to do an emoticon in the chat of a vagina that's better than that. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's perfect. Look at that. Looks like another mouth. <laughs> <laughs> So, Leonardo was never married. He never mentions a girlfriend. Uh, he mentions plenty of dudes. So I'm Really yeah. good at drawing penises. Uh, he's great at drawing penises. Doesn't know the job. Like. Like if I saw that in real life, I'd be like, uh, woman, we've got to take you to a hospital right away. <laughs> yep. This is, this is falling apart. This is not going to make it till Tuesday. Uh, I mean, just Google Leonardo da Vinci anatomy, man. and you can see the detail. Like, I'll do a quick search or something. Leonardo had some hilarious thoughts about dicks. <laughs> and uh, As you did. I was reading one of his quotes, or one of the, his writings, and it legitimately made me laugh out loud. I lolled. No fucking way. I was reading the book, and <laughs> I was just like, this is hysterical. Uh, so I've given it to our, our thespian, Thomas. We have one? Oh, hey. To, uh, uh, to read, because he does this for a living now. It has dealings with human intelligence and sometimes displays an intelligence of its own, where a man may desire it to be stimulated. It remains obstinate and follows its own course, and sometimes it moves on its own without permission or any thought of its owner. Whether one is awake or asleep, it does what it pleases. Often a man is awake and it is asleep. 
or the man <laughs> would like it to be an action, but it refuses. It often desires action, and the man forbids it. That is why it seems that this creature often has a life and intelligence separate from that of the man, and seems that the man is wrong to be ashamed of giving it a name or showing it. That which he seeks to cover and hide, he ought to <laughs> expose solemnly like a priest in mass. I like that. <laughs> That's great. I didn't right? take a name. I didn't think about that. I mean, it all makes sense. All this speaks to men. Every man yeah, listening yeah. understands. A lot of women understand this, too, because especially the part when you're trying to make it work and it's just not because you drank too much Jameson. That's never happened to me. Are you thinking with your dick? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's happened to me plenty of times to me because a I'm a times. man. And you got to throw your hands up. And you just say, look. She had a rhino 69, Tom. What, what you have to do is, um, in, in that situation, if, you, if guys, if you didn't figure this out already, you have to blame it all on the woman. You have to immediately just go, well, uh... What kind of fucking lighting is this? Where the hell did you bring yeah. me? <laughs> you're just like your mother, and you're out of you're out of trouble. You just compare. Yeah, you her have to, to just mother. go irate. I, I you just... have to blame it all on them because then the, the last thing they're thinking about is not it's not your dick, but it's how much of an asshole you are. That's a lot easier to swallow than uh, it is yep. your cock doesn't work. I just usually yeah. flop my balls onto the vagina, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all we're, we're doing tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna name tag for mine. What's that? <laughs> I was gonna get a name tag man that just just says Chief on it. Yeah, yeah. Just get that hey, tattooed. Chief is down. Hello, my name is <laughs> <Yeah>. Chief. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we talked about how he likes dicks. Before yeah. leaving Verruccio's studio, Leonardo was taken to court for a sodomy charge. Oh, look at yeah. that. So uh, the thing. Oh, the thing about sodomy uh, in sex in the 15th century in northern Italy, it was like cheese on pizza. It was everywhere. Yeah, Everyone was doing sodomy. I, bad. That's how it's been for the entire course of human history. Yeah. Sodomy is technically a blowjobs, too. I think we covered that on the podcast. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's just sodomize away. So, yeah, uh, especially in Italy, sodomy was punishable by death. But wow. it was sort of looked at like you wouldn't just go around cuffing everyone that jaywalked. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's extreme because, like, jaywalk, what is that? That's a $50 ticket or something like that? I don't know. That's how it, we would equate it in our minds. Like, the punishment is not fucking death. Yeah. No, or arrest. Right. So having that Even. mindset with a punishment like that does not make any sense. Pick one. Right, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, no one's really getting charged with these sodomy. I mean, I'm sure there were. I'm, you know, I'm sorry if uh, I'm missing some big case here where it's like, oh, the Italians killed like 700 gay people in the 15th century. But as far as I could tell, there were a lot of artists and they were gay and they'd got sodomy charges and they were just j dropped and like whatever. Um, also, here's another one for those Goombas out there that think he's straight. Um, he's got a sodomy mm -hmm. charge. This is the weird thing about the sodomy charge is that people like... How did he get a sodomy charge? Right, so you could either catch someone doing it, or, okay. Flor <laughs> oh, no. yeah, or Florence had this weird thing that they used to do. I think it was only certain times of the year um, where you could anonymously charge someone of a crime by dropping it into a special mailbox. That's fucked up. What was this, Twitter? <laughs> right? Yeah, what's going on? So a lot of times people would fuck over their rivals, make up a charge, and throw it in the box. So Leo was a group uh, 
was on one of these charges in the box. Uh, and he was with a group. It was him listed with a group of other artists charged for sodomy. They said they were having really loud gay sex in their dirty artist studio. <laughs> mm, yes. Okay. They probably were. Um, but in any case, it, the case was dropped, and Leonardo went back to touching butts. All right. What happened, Leo? Nothing. You want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was also other people that think Leonardo was asexual. Because um, he said stuff like, uh, those who do not restrain his lustful appetites places himself on the same level as beasts. Uh, it's like, deep. okay. like, But then he would go around telling these like really crazy sexual jokes, like um, a woman crossing a treacherous and muddy path who lifts up mm-hmm. her dress before and behind. Therefore, she touches both her anus and vagina. She tells the truth three times when she says, this is a difficult passage. Ha ha Good stuff. <laughs> that is a fun joke. Hey, what did one asshole say to the other asshole? What? You want to eat lunch or something? <laughs> is that a joke? Yeah! So he's dirty, about, dirty joke. He's talking about muddy butts and vaginas and, like, I don't know. And how they're difficult. Dirty. Yeah. It's perverted. It's a dirty little boy. Yeah, he's almost like slightly confused. Like, hey, women poop out of their vaginas, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why why is the vagina muddy? It's crossing that muddy passage. Uh, anyway. How a baby's made. Yeah. Mud. Mud. Yeah. Yeah. Stork. So Leonardo eventually he leaves uh Verruccio and sets up his own studio in Florence and he takes starts taking in apprentices. And then he becomes a father. Whoa. Yes, that's right. He's gay. Um, so this He's was not a, a biological son. It was literally a boy he just found in the streets. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's nice and we're pretty sure that this wasn't just an apprentice. Like, it was probably a boy that he found and was like, that's a pretty looking boy. I'm going to draw him. Come home with me. Would you like a bed? And would you like to yeah. stand there for eight hours while I draw you? Yeah. <laughs> so the kid's name was Gaia Como. This little shithead would steal money from the purses of his subjects, break Leonardo's bottles of wine, and just cause like Leonardo so much grief. He's like a little like Italian Dennis the Menace, throwing a burning marshmallow on his forehead. Denisi Manici. <laughs> yeah. Leo actually named him Salai, which means demon or limb of Satan. Well, he should have thrown his ass on the street because <clears throat> he didn't have any legal obligation towards his child. Yeah, well, some for some reason, Leonardo, uh, you know, let this asshole stick around, and he said, I feed you with milk like my own son. Hmm. I don't okay. think he knows where breast milk comes from. Or maybe he was lactating. Yeah, no idea. Uh, it comes from the belly button. <laughs> Look. Um, there are some rumors that he might have touched this boy. I'm not going to entertain that because there's not enough evidence, and it's stupid. We already did that. We already covered sodomy. Yeah, well, this well sodomy is different than pedophilia. Right, sodomy. I'm just saying we've we've already had the distasteful conversation of this podcast. Well, sodomy, I don't Sodomy's see anything fine. wrong with sodomy. Oh, Put it in a book. Sodomy's it's great stuff. Dirty work. You, someone's got to do it. Okay. There you go, Mike Rowe. Yeah. Dirty jobs. Just don't yeah. smell your penis after you're done. At this point, Leo is out looking for his own patrons and commissions. The problem was was that Leonardo had a bit of a reputation as a painter. What little commissions he got, 
um, like painting a picture above the altar of St. Bernard's Chapel or his famous and unfinished pictures or paintings, St. Jerome and the Adoration of the Magi, he gave up on and didn't finish them. So, wow, wow, wow. You know, when you start doing that. Frustrated or something like that? What's that? Was he like frustrated? He just like didn't want to finish them? Um, I mean, he's also doing all these other things that he likes to do. Like all this math shit. Probably a little scatter, yeah. scatterbrain. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was also slow as shit. Uh, most of his work took him at least seven or nine years to finish. That's Jeez. too long. Damn, dude. A lot of time. Yeah. How long, how long does it up? take you Fuck. to do a fucking podcast, Tom? Like a fucking um, half a week, right? It doesn't matter because Science. at the end of the day, it's just a podcast. No one's listening. All right, so here's uh, some of his yeah, here's some of his uh-huh. unfinished works. This is the Adoration of the Magi. Again, these are masterpieces that like art historians are like, oh my gosh, so good. But then look in like the upper right corner and shit. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. You just stopped. <laughs> That's that looks like it's not looks even like, do- uh, some of the characters aren't even done. Yeah, here's Saint Jerome. Uh, you can see in the background, like I think this is one of the coolest ones he did. I really love this drawing of this guy, but like it's the tiger's not done or the lion. It just like he just stopped in the middle of his painting. <laughs> it's kind of fucking spooky. Oh yeah, those are cool. Wow, that's pretty yeah, sick. I like that. Yeah, so you can see he just kind of gave up on them, and also like again, these people are waiting for these paintings for like nine, seven, or eight years. Like you know, yeah, <laughs> that's a long time. What Leonardo da Vinci was known for was he was a musician. He played the lyre or the plaintive that's guitar. Fun. Good stuff. Yeah. Nice. Was he any good? Could he shred? So, yeah, here's a story about how good he was at a guitar. <laughs> he was, like, shredding. Fucking doing sweeps and shit. So, Lorenzo De, uh, De Medici, who we'll probably return to because he was a scumbag. Anyway, was he was asked for a bunch of Floresian artists to help paint the recently built Sistine Chapel in the Vatican. Now, mm-hmm. Lorenzo picked Botticelli, who's the guy who painted the naked chick coming out of the clam. We talked about that before. Yeah. Dude named Lang. Signorelli and Garadurano and Perugino to go paint, help paint the Sistine Chapel. Leonardo, right. he left... Uh, one of the other guys that they didn't mention was James Gandolfini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, he yeah, was there. Yeah, he was there, too. Um, yeah. Leonardo was left out. He was like, oh, man, like, what the fuck? I paint better than these I guys. Really, I really wanted to paint that one. Yeah. Oh, well. So <laughs> Medici was like, all right, I got this friend. He's in Milan. Uh, guess what? You should really just play guitar for him. And Leonardo was like all butthurt, but he was like, all yeah. right, I need money. I'll go shred. Yeah, he was like, I, I want to draw gross guitar. vaginas, but instead I guess I'll just shred. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So Leonardo... Uh, pick and choose. Yeah. So Leonardo moves his ass to Milan at around the age of 30, and he calls this period of his life the happiest he's ever had. He really wanted to get yeah. out of Florence. There was a lot of like history history with his dad and stuff. Dad was still living there. Um, and here's where we get the glimpse of the engineer and tinker that was Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, nice. So he's constantly studying something. Like, when he was a musician, he started inventing his own instruments, 
And it said that he was the man that invented the violin. Really? Wow. So he's really? like blue man grouping. Yeah. He's he made some weird organ slash drum machine thing that was played with keys. Yeah. Sick dude. Him and Jay Dilla, you know? Yeah. So uh he was also theorizing about how sound travels through air, sort of like waves. He compared it to a stone being thrown into a pond. Oh, which, like, smarty boy. Yeah, this is where I'm like, this dude is a weird time traveler boy. Because, like, he was also talking about things that he called specks or something like that. And he's like, everything is made out of specks. Oh, look at this. That's cool. Oh, he's on, he's on the atom tip. Yeah, like he knew about all this stuff like hundreds of years before we actually figured it out. Wow. And now I'm going to put another picture in the chat here. So this was one of the drawings that he had in his notebook, and it's the source of a lot of Italian pride. Bicicletta. Velocipede. It's a fucking bicycle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. the bike? Yeah. Like, look at that thing. What? Like, this was drawn, you know, around the turn of the 16th century. And just to give you a perspective, the modern-day bicycle wasn't invented until 1817, and those look like goofy idiot things. Not like that. I almost believe this isn't his. It's not refined enough, and the pedal reaches below where (laughs) the wheel is. Making the thing useless. Right. Well, he had, like, a bunch of, like, not all of his stuff was, like perfectly done like doodles some of them were doodles um and there's a lot of this one's like kind of like skeptical because people are like that isn't a bike because that thing cannot move like someone tried to build it i'm skeptical because it doesn't look like his but if you're saying it is and everyone else is then who the hell am i well right below that on the same page he had another very scientific drawing that he made, and it was this. Was it a cock bicycle? Looks like oh. it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. It's two it's penis one. men. <laughs> that looks there, like if Garfield... That's if Garfield was a cock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's on the same page as this weird bicycle thing. It's two dick horses. Um, mm. Someone be like a bathroom stall in like high school. Yeah, dude. Yeah, not everything that Leonardo... <laughs> he shit way back then. Yeah, not everything that Leonardo sketched and doodled. Like, this was his, like, notebook that he didn't intend anyone to see. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> reading his journal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, history's a bitch. Yeah, right? Yeah. This is, like, your personal sketchbook. So, Leonardo always claimed to be a pacifist. He was, like, very in tune with nature. I guess you could call him a hippie. Um, but he was constantly coming up with crazy weapons of death. Um, cool. Uh, enough so that later in his life, he was actually recruited as a military engineer for the bloodthirsty tyrant uh, Cesara Borgia. Uh, the Borgias, another guy will roast eventually. And he was also friends with uh, the guy who wrote Dictator for Dummies, Machiavelli. Oh, I love uh, that guy. Yeah. Um, Dictator for dummies. I actually love that. Yeah, the prince is. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so almost all the weapons Leonardo designed never saw the light of day outside of his notebook. He, in his notebook, he invented things that looked like um, they were machine guns, shotguns, tanks, and other crazy siege weapons. Cool. Um, 
And this is, again, centuries before we even saw things remotely like that. But again, just like right underneath that, he'd just draw a penis. Yep. Like, weapon of mass <laughs> destruction that could, you know, lay waste to an entire battalion. Also, silly flaccid penis. Leonardo, we love your work. We're glad you're on the team developing weapons for us. Really bringing it home. But can you make something that perhaps we don't need a hard penis to operate? <laughs> Yeah, instead of like foot pedals, it's just like a penis jab button. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the accelerator. You need a bonus. Two engineering uh, subjects that he held his entire career were hydraulics. He was constantly Ooh. pitching ideas for different canals, advanced sewage systems, dams to various leaders here and there. And his number one was flying. Um, mm. yeah. Leonardo designed flying machines and gliders in his notebooks. Um, and to study this, he would dissect countless birds and bats and other winged animals uh, that to get inspiration from nature. Ah, good. Yeah, if you want to be inspired by something, kill it. <laughs> kill it and rip it apart. Yep. I like that. Good philosophy. Um, so there's one famous picture uh in his sketchbook that looks to be a helicopter uh oh, yeah, I've seen that one yeah you've you've probably all seen it and just to put yeah. that the air screw just to put that in perspective we did not have helicopters in world war ii <laughs> all right yeah, that's yeah. true so this guy's thinking outside the box leonardo was also a mountaineer this guy does everything whoa uh, he loved a lot of fun things. Sounds like yeah, he loved to climb mountains. He would often sketch out topographical maps as he hiked through the wilderness. He was one of the first. He was the first person to theorize the idea of erosion. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, um, what can't this man do? Yeah. Uh, yeah right. So he'd climb up these mountains to the summit, and he'd be standing above the clouds, and he'd be like, "Oh, I wish I was on my flying machine, flying through the clouds." Flying squirrel machine, definitely. Yeah. I like how Tom was like, what can't this man do? Draw a vagina. <laughs> oh, yeah, very finish, true. Yeah. Can't finish finish He's probably got something else in there that we haven't hasn't been written down. Like, uh, all of his br uh, brilliant ideas, and this idiot still couldn't tie his shoes. <laughs> Never figured yes, that out. You know what I mean? <laughs> was a Velcro man from the day he was <laughs> able to walk. Um, so, uh, there were others before him that dreamt of flying and had designed their own machines, so I'm not flying machines, um, so I'm not saying that he yeah. was, like, individual in that, and actually, a lot of them are more daring or stupid than Leo, because they actually tested their machines out to varying, <laughs> varying successes. Ah. That's sketchy. As far as we know, Leonardo da Vinci never made any flying uh, machines built to human scale. He'd maybe... Do a little tiny little, like, you know, paper airplane. Like, look, it flies. I put a dead monkey in it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Leonardo's paintings. Um, Leonardo truly was a master, even though he didn't finish a lot of his works. And two, I, the two most famous are obviously the Mona Lisa and the Last Supper. We've all seen them. I don't yeah. need to post a picture of them. We know yeah. what they are. If you don't know what they look like, go Google it. Go. Just go. Wherever you, you are right go. now, leave it. Just go outside go. without shoes on right now. <laughs> yeah. Go clean up dog shit for a living. So when you look at the Mona Lisa today, uh, and also this applies to a lot of Leonardo's work today, 
You're like, okay, cool. Like, it's not crazy good. She doesn't look. Yeah, she doesn't look like insane. Like, eh. it's not a Tool album cover. Do do people think the Mona Lisa is like a beautiful woman? Like, I just think it does the eye tricks. That's I, I cool. think she's like hot for a dentist office. You know, <laughs> I mean, like here's the a, secretary. Uh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm sitting here waiting to get my teeth scraped. You're okay looking. Yeah, but like the thing is, like we got e thoughts nowadays, and like we we like the makeup and Snapchat Snapchat filters exist today. So like perception. I'm wondering, back in the day, you know, she might have been a fucking bombshell and a half. Mm, true, true. Right. So this is the thing: is what you're looking at with almost all of Leonardo's works, all of them. I'm gonna just say all of them, except for his sketches and his notebooks, um, have been restored. Um, They've been touched up over the centuries. So we all remember that derpy Jesus painting from a few years ago that the monks totally destroyed. Jesus potato? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that stupid woman did it. Yeah. The priest told her to do it. Right. So that's like the worst case scenario. And thankfully, none of da Vinci's were restored that way. But you've got to... to, Restored? (laughs) Yeah. But you've got to think, regardless of who it was... How are like the restorers aren't going to have the same skill that Da Vinci had when they're covering up these details? Like they're going to cover up details, yeah, and like especially the paints and stuff like that, different paints. Yeah, and and they have been restored some of them five, six times over the centuries. From you know back then they would light things with you know oil or or, or candles, which caused smoke, and then the yeah, then true. the. Uh, paint gets dimmed yeah all sooty and yeah or water damage some of the places that he made like the frescoes and stuff were flooded and they get water damage oh that sucks everything was a basement back then yeah (laughs) yeah it's weird right (laughs) so it was said that the original Mona, mona lisa was so detailed that you could see the pores on her skin and the tiny anatomically accurate subtle veins in her eyelids like, what? that's the level of detail that were, was in this thing. And, in fact, there were two stone pillars that are now entirely missing from the painting. That they just, like, oh, wow. covered up. Really? Um, hmm. So this... I, Not original. Yeah, I don't know. This was... They did some x-ray studies, and they found another picture. They, in all the articles, they say they found another picture of Mona Lisa underneath the picture. But what I think it really is is just the original that's been so touched up, and they kind of use the other picture as like a clickbait thing for their articles. But this yeah, was right. like an artist rendition, or like I guess what they saw and they figured what it, she looked more like. It's all right. Yeah. So Tired. yeah, you can see she looks more right. like womanly. Like her cheeks aren't like fleshed out. You can see some of that pillar action going on on the side. The eyes always follow you. Yeah. Interesting. So it's like anything that you look at is going to be different because of these restorers. Yeah, like Theseus' ship fucking argument. Yeah, and people spend their entire careers studying this particular Mona Lisa and The Last Supper. So I'm not going to go into all the details about it. But go do something else. Yeah, but I did. Jesus, what a bunch of losers. I did ask Cody to talk about the modern history of the Mona Lisa. Oh, shit. Because there's some interesting shit about it. Now, doesn't you she, ask, th- th- that look on her face, oh, just a quick sidebar before we get started, that look on her face just looks like she let out a mean fart. <laughs> yeah, it does. And she's just right. like waiting for someone to smell it. Like, it, 
the it, it's weird because I I was just thinking of this when you brought it up, but like that captivating like over the shoulder look she has doesn't seem to be in the original. Like it, you know what I mean? Well, what do you mean over the shoulder? Like everyone like likes the Mona Lisa expression because it looks like she's like kind of looking past you. Uh-huh. Yeah, like over your shoulder. Right. But it only looks like that was done with like the restoration. Yeah, but this like, or, this original we're looking at is just like a theorized yeah. version. So we're not looking at like what it was. Right. We're looking at theory. perhaps like a difference right. scale, an estimate of what it could have looked like. Right. Yeah. But you, just, no, I, I know what you mean though. It's just weird that like that phenomena is not present in something that is so similar to what we know today as the Mona Lisa. Like. I'm I'm realizing there is a subtlety in like the eye details that is absent in like the mock-up original. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, just just something I thought was fun. So what? Thunder. What happened with this bitch? Why is she so famous? She famous because it's one of the like tried and true. Leonardo da Vinci pieces. There's actually, I, I, in my research, I learned there's only one Leonardo da Vinci surviving piece of artwork that has a complete history about it, and that's the Last Supper. Right. Like history, like we know exactly where the Last Supper is for like yeah. every year of his existence. The Mona Lisa fucking has dropped off the radar once or twice, oh. and everyone's like, "Ooh, is this the original? Do we have the right thing? We're fairly certain we do." But, like, the Mona Lisa just goes disappearing every now and then. I think, like, Napoleon, like, quote-unquote stole it once, but it technically, like, wasn't stealing because he's, like, the head cheese. So, like, Sparrow he just is like, I'm reallocating it. Right. But just moving like, it around. Yeah. yeah. He reallocated it to his fucking personal bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I'm, all, I'm not looking at you, baby. I'm looking at that Mona Lisa. She's making me Mona. <laughs> yes. And then I also have here uh, one Italian dude named Vincenzo Perugia uh, fucking stole the Mona Lisa. And okay. you're thinking like, oh, 1911, August 1911, it was a Monday. And you're thinking like, oh, he like fucking like repelled into the Louvre from like a fucking skylight and like, you know, dusted for like the laser grid and like, you know, mm-hmm. like did this, did this sexy like butt push through uh-huh. to like steal the Mona Lisa. No, he just walked in when the fucking Louvre was closed <laughs> and literally yeah. just took it off the wall, peeled it from the frame, put oh, it under God. his coat, and walked home. Oh, he took it out of the frame, too? Yeah, he, t- he left the frame for the <laughs> authorities to fucking find. <laughs> that, that's so much worse. That, yeah. that, that, because that really destroys the integrity of it. Yeah. yeah well, that's, the, that's the fucking weird thing. It was, like, the authorities thought, like, it was manhandled, and when they found it, it would just be, like, a fucking, like... Crumpled up. Like, Starbucks napkin in, like, someone's, like, hamper. That's what I would think, yeah. Yeah, but when they found it, it was, like, in his... It was in Vincenzo's fucking, like, trunk in his living room. And it was, like, nearly pristine, even though he, like, tore it out of the frame and, like, left it in, like, an un-climate-controlled, like, apartment in his trunk. But anyway, he he steals it because he's an Italian and he's just (laughs) like, why why the French get Leonardo's stuff? Italy should get Leonardo's stuff. I agree with and that, tr- man. How'd they find yeah, him? Yeah, so... Um, he... The thing is, the Mona Lisa's pretty fucking famous. So, like, when you take out an advert, you know, when you go to Craigslist, Mike, and you can be like, Mona Lisa for sale, people yeah. are going to be like, oh, what's that about? And sure enough, like, he tried to quietly, like, contact... Sell on the low. Like, 
the Uffizi Museum, I think, in Florence. Yeah, Florence, he, right? He contacted, yeah, Florence Uffizi Museum, and was just like, "Hey, I cap, I recaptured the Mona Lisa for my country," and he's just like, "I'll give it to you on the cheap for like, I don't know, Two I mil. think I think the figure was like fifty thousand lira." Which is like and 86 cents. Or <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's like one baguette. The museum had to like fucking confirm it was the actual Mona Lisa, and they used a really cool trick. Like, of course, like Leonardo's brushstrokes can be replicated, but the thing was like the varnish had cracked, so they were matching the cracks up in the varnish with like photographs of the Mona Lisa, because uh, that's, you know what I mean, that's something chaotic that happens to huh. it. Right, you can't, can't, you be, can't copy you, that. You can't recreate a crack in a varnish. Right. And then, as soon as like the Afizi like curators were like, "Oh shit, this is real," they told Vincenzo to go home and wait for his money. <laughs> but they just <laughs> fucking called the cops. On him. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> and, Damn. Yeah, the judge that oversaw uh, Vincenzo's like trial pretty much agreed with him. Like this should be an Ital- like an Italian treasure, not uh, you know That's a true. Louvre piece. So the, the judge only like gave him two years in prison or two months in prison rather. Huh. You get a slap on your Italian wrist for taking one of like the art world's biggest treasures and throwing it in a trunk for well, two years. Y- that's Tom- yeah, that, that's not so bad. Yeah, Tom, you might uh, have a different opinion about whether it should belong in Italy or France by the end of this episode, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, where do I think it belongs? I think it belongs in the garbage. It's not that good. <laughs> not even the recycling bin, just right in with like the coffee grounds and banana peels. The garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing in, in the garbage, and then just cans of soup and Tuna banana fish. peels and all that shit. Just, mm. I would have hung it on my wall. It's not, she's not turning me on. Okay. Well, so, what's the point? All right. That's what art's supposed to do. It's supposed to get you hard. It's supposed <laughs> to make you move. It's supposed to make you want to be able to get that house. Uh, 401ks, other inspirational things about money. You want to put it on your garage wall, though? The Mona Lisa, you want to just hang it? No, up I probably, I probably hang it up on the wall. You know, in the garage, in the garage, in the garage, though, so like out in the garage. Yeah, I don't want, know? I don't want my guests to come over and see yeah. this eyesore. Well, this eyesore <laughs> took Leonardo ten years to make. Long time. <laughs> it's a lot of standing and, there for that girl. Yeah, and I think like people when they see it are uh, like underwhelmed because they overestimate the size uh-huh. that tiny, the Mona right? Lisa should be. Yeah, it's tiny. Like, it's like the size I, I, of an iPad. I I, I, I I think I looked it up. It's like two feet and six inches high, and then it's like... Well, it's probably you know, bigger before pump. that bitch-ass cut it out. Yeah, that's true, too. Two and a half feet tall. Yeah. Your average American consumer probably has a television that has bigger dimensions than the Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, one of the biggest mysteries in art history is who is the Mona Lisa? Yes. We don't exactly know who um, the portrait is of. Honestly, who that honestly bitch? it's probably some rich cunt. Like, <laughs> is that Mona Lisa? Yeah, um, there's like he did some commissions for this like famous Duke guy, and it could have been like one of his courtesans, or uh, we don't we don't really know. Mm. There's a bunch of different versions. I don't want to go into all of them. It's again, it's not our history show. I like uh, I like the theory that it's a gender bent Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, that was one Ooh. of the ones I was going to talk about. Some people think that it's a female version of a self portrait of Leonardo da Vinci, and that's just stupid. That's yeah, dumb. because that's you'd fun. give yourself giant baps if you're going to do like a female version of yourself, wouldn't you, Mike? 
percent. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It wasn't 2017 when he did this, so obviously people weren't thinking about gender swapping everything they did. Baps. Yeah, exactly. Um, other people think that it's a painting of his mother, Katerina, that he had done from memory because she had died a few day, a few years before he started working on this. Oh damn! Honestly, I just think it's some rich cunt. That's it. It's some bitch named Nicole. <laughs> She yeah. looks like a Nicole, don't she? Yeah, the Mona Lisa, yeah. a.k.a. Nicole, <laughs> drives a Nissan Sentra. Yeah, with her, with, her pet do- with her toy breed pet dog in the passenger seat. So, for The Last Supper, his other famous painting, uh, Leonardo used faces he saw in the streets of Milan as his inspiration wow. for the disciples. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so cool. all those disciples you see, that's just... Even Jesus, there's like Some a certain person that he thinks that he drew. Oh, Gilbert Gottfried. I can, t- I, yeah. I, I see it so clearly now. So the patron of uh, The Last Supper, a man named uh, Leduco... Uh, uh, Duvo oh. Loco Savaro. Sabaros. It's Sabaros. Oh, all right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so Sabaros, uh, he was like, yo, dude. Leo, where's my painting? It's been years. I commissioned you to do this painting. Yeah, like a mall or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, I hired a guy to paint giant tomatoes and lettuce in all my pizza places, and he had it done in a week. <laughs> Why is this taking so long? <laughs> so, and Leonardo was like, dude, I'm looking for the right... I'm, I'm going to the bad parts of town to find the right face for Judas. Oh. He was like, I have I haven't found the most sinister face to sketch from yet. And it took him about a year um to keep looking for Judas. Um and eventually Sabaro Boy uh was pressured Leo enough where Leo was like, Fuck it, I'm just gonna use the first face I found for Judas. There you go. <laughs> so it's like it's like a a, a backroom casting episode pretty much. Yeah. Like do you wanna make fifteen thousand dollars a day? Come with me. <laughs> Um, the big takeaway with Leonardo's art is that he humanized painting. Um, if you think of art at the time and, and during the Dark Ages, uh, it always centered around religion, and that was the same thing with Leonardo. But they all kind of had weird alien proportions and giant frisbees on their heads. Oh, the, yeah. the halos, giant frisbees, and everyone's just yeah, like need that. everyone's just like looking forward, right? Like Leonardo did that with portraits, but like when he was drawing something, like we looked at Saint Jerome, the guy's not like looking straight at you; he's like looking no. down, like a little candid. Yeah. So Leonardo, when he saw all these old picture paintings, he's like, "Fuck this garbage." Uh, his characters and the saints are aren't standing, looking at the view with the halo on the head. They're doing something. Uh, he wanted to see the stories of the Bible as if they were right in front of him. Admirable. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty cool. So he painted, like, life into his subjects. You could kind of read their emotions by looking at their faces, and uh, what they were doing kind of suggested motion as well. Like, it wasn't just stuffy stick figures. They are in the middle of, uh, doing a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Leonardo grows into his own in Milan, and thanks to his Sabaro patron... Uh, who was actually the Duke of Milan. The Duke of Milan gave him two major projects for Leonardo to work on. The first one was architectural repair to the massive Duomo Cathedral. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, So the first idiot that built it made all these structural mistakes, and it was about to fall over, and Leo was tasked with just correcting them. He's just 
shoring up sides of it's like buildings. I play guitar. <laughs> That's what you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, all right, bro. I'm good at drawing penises. Though, you can fix all this. right, put some bricks over there so the other bricks don't fall over. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. guys are Italian. You can do this overnight. Yeah. Go for it. So it seems like he put some really hard work into it. There's a lot of weird geometric shapes that he drew. and um, He may have actually finished this one, and they just pass it off to the master builder. But we're not sure if he actually did complete it. Like, his name just kind of drops off the records. Like, I don't know, maybe he was taking too long and... Uh, yeah, but with a team like that, you don't need to finish it. Maybe yeah. he just started doing the preliminary sketches, handed it over, and the guy was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. Right, yeah. yeah. Approved. His second uh, big project was a little bit more daunting. Um, the Duke of Milan wanted Leonardo to construct the largest bronze, the, the largest bronze statue of himself on a horse. The wow. Duke of Milan on a horse. Sure. Um, so why not? As of the 15th century, the largest or the tallest um, bronze statue was of Augustus, and it was built during the Romans. So you think about how many years have gone by. And the Romans are still beating everyone at bronze statue making. Thick boy. Yeah. So Leonardo's like, yeah, I got this. My master was a goldsmith. He, you know, metal casting. I know all about it. So this undertaking took Leonardo 15 years. And and in the end, all he did was build a giant mold. And yeah, there was no horse. And again, he just kind of gave up. (laughs) Oh, okay. I yeah. would do the same thing if someone asked me to do that, though, because that's not even fun. No. No. But this was actually something that the famous sculptor, sculptor Michelangelo, mocked him when he met, in, met him in Rome. So Michelangelo, who was younger than Leonardo, uh, was a bit dense. He was a very cocky, not the weird introvert that Leonardo was. And while Leonardo was having some deep conversation with a friend outside of the Spini, um, outside of the Spini Palace, uh, Leo was like, oh, here comes Michelangelo. He'll explain it to you, some weird theory. And Michelangelo was like, explain it yourself. You who made a model of a horse you never could cast in bronze and which you gave up on. You shame yourself. Low blow. <laughs> well, that was mean. Yeah, really. Fucking dick. The guy was just like, I'm just uh, trying to find out where closest Sabaros is. <laughs> <laughs> so, People, man. at the start of the 16th century, so the 1500s, France invaded northern Italy and installed a puppet government in various city-states like Milan and Florence, I think. I think they reached Florence. During this time, Leonardo moved around a lot. He moves back to Florence where he serves Borgia that we talked about a little bit and chills with yeah. Machiavelli. Um, Mm. He then lives in Rome. Um, This is all while he's taking painting commissions that he never finishes. There was a certain countess that bothered him for nearly the rest of his life after (laughs) he had uh, sketched out a drawing of her and then promised her a portrait that he just never did. It's like, nah, I gotta do. I've done that before. (laughs) Um, So he's also selling his military engineering ideas to various city-states. Um one of them was telling the Venetians that he could design diving suits so they could oh. so they could attack uh, ships using underwater pikemen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did uh, they ever make them? Well, it seems ineffective. Yeah, the Venetians actually passed, and it was probably a smart thing as someone that's uh, dove before because 
Leonardo's tanks were just sheep bladders. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, you need more than that. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. So he ha- he was also later in life very interested in solar energy. Um, wow. So Progressive. Much like we harness the power of the sun using solar plants, he was devising the same idea using mirrors, which is if you go to a solar plant, it's a bunch of mirrors that are pointed at basically a water tower, um, which heats mm-hmm. up the water and creates energy. So he was thinking the same shit in the 16th century. Look at that. Yeah. Um, And he also invented, uh, maybe not to the same degree as we did in the 20th century, but fucking plastics. (laughs) How did he do that? He made something he called plastic glass, which could be shaped into all sorts of objects. It was like a weird mix of like eggs and weird shit, but apparently it formed into like a translucent, malleable... Um, type of glass that wasn't actually glass. Fancy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wish we had more plastics just made out of eggs. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love right. to finish a Coke and just throw the fucking bottle into the ocean and not feel like I'm <laughs> doing the worst thing in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just feeding the shrimp eggs. Yeah, like, uh, all done. Yeah. Goodbye now. <laughs> he was. That that's exactly plastic? how your great-grandfather felt. Get out of here. Yeah. That's what they just felt with plastics. Well, the ocean takes it away, and it feeds big whales. And the whales bring us fish, and the fish goes into tuna cans, and thus is the cycle of life. <laughs> the circle of life. Hey, Grandpa, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> Who cares, though? Oh, Timmy, here's it's some the marbles. 50s. Just eat them. <laughs> now let's go to the bar, do a few shots. Are you 12 yet? All right, you're allowed to drink, and then I'll drive you home. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. Are you driving me home, boy? So Leon- I'm tired. I'd like to rest these eyes. <laughs> so Leonardo was still getting by with commissions that to paint and designs for different buildings. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Even though at this point he was so weak in his arms, he could barely hold a um, paintbrush. Oh. Oh, what happened wow. to him? I, I did. He never. We couldn't figure out what happened to him. He's under sixty. He's like in his fifties and. I don't know, he needs workers' comp or some shit working for the union, you know what I'm saying? Nah, Arthritis. Painting too much. Um, so he was actually working on this church that he'd spent about four years on, and then he decided to try a recipe for paint that Pliny the Elder came up with, our very hey. first episode. Wow, callback. Yeah, and wouldn't you know it that Pliny's great recipe for paint just dripped and ruined everything. Um, so when Leonardo came in the next day and saw that what he worked on was all fucked up, he was like, left. Oh my God. Like, I'm done. And just like left the church all like gooped. I wouldn't piss too. I did my job. It's not my fault. It's like the first rage quit of history. It's like, fuck this. I'm out. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to wrap this boy up a little bit before I ask you the question. Let's talk about his elder years. So, um, he's around the age of 60 now, and King Francis, who controlled most of northern Italy, he was the king of France, um, Francis, the king of France. Actually, if you want to listen to a really good thing about Francis, um, uh, just a little shout out, side shout out to another podcast, Cauldron Podcast did a really good one on the Battle of Palova, I think it was? Yeah. Sick. And we also talked- a, a lot of research in that podcast. You can also kind of hear a lot about Francis in our uh, J- Jacob Fuger episode. We talked oh, about him. Oh, same too. Frankie. 
Same Frank. Yeah, Fugger yeah. actually oh. met Leonardo. That was one of the things that I read when I was going through Fugger. Yeah, and, and, and from then on out, Leonardo owed him money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just shook the guy's hand once, and now my fucking bank account is hemorrhaging every second. <laughs> I look, and I'm stuck in a Sabaro, and my credit card gets declined. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's the most stinging like decline from like a Sabaro's. Because everything's like a dollar nineteen there. I gotta treat myself to Sabaros because I had a rough week. <laughs> Who the fuck treats themselves to Sabaros right now? Masochists. <laughs> That's like treating yourself to Panda Express. Yeah, right. Oh my god, honey, 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 it's time to get a little cultured. We gotta treat ourselves to Panda Express. Mm-hmm. Orange <laughs> chicken. I remember my buddy Gabe was telling me about how one of his childhood friends, his dad used to bring them to Olive Garden and say how that was a legit <laughs> Italian place because of Ooh. the bread. The bread, yeah. the nonstop flow bread. He'd be like, to a bunch of eight-year-old kids, like, this is a fucking legit Italian place. Look <laughs> at this goddamn bread that keeps coming out. Oh, my fucking God. I've never had Olive Garden. Is it good? No, don't ever go to Olive no, Garden. Don't fine. Chicken, the you're, chick- fine. you're better off. Chicken Parmesan, premium, good. dude. Let me tell you. Hey, right, here we are. right in the brown palm. <laughs> All right, so um, this King Francis was in love with Leonardo. Like he, he's like, everything you do is genius. You're just such a great guy. Like I want to hang out with you. We can chat. Blah blah blah. So he gives Leonardo uh, the Chateau of Ambrose, which is right next to King Francis's palace in Lyon. So fancy, yeah. Uh, Leo at this point is too crippled to paint anything anymore. He also has failing eyesight and has to wear glasses again. We don't know oh, exactly wow. why he's like crumbling. I just think he's been on, you know, too much paint. It's been yeah, sn- paint sniffing, sh- you know, painting ceilings. I think so, man. Like there was probably shit in that paint. That yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Probably eating the paint too. There's that. Yeah, he's looking. Oh. A little bit of that, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's actually a really interesting, I didn't mention, I didn't write this in the script, but I found it interesting. All Everything that Leonardo did, was none of it was oil paintings. So the Really? Yeah, the Flemish, well, actually, I think some of the later paintings he did were, were oils. But the Flemish had the idea for oil paintings. Like, they knew how to do oil paintings. And somebody actually killed someone in Italy to figure out the technique they were using with their oil paintings. Really? Well, you can't <laughs> figure anything out from a fucking corpse. Teddy, that wasn't part of the plan. We were going to ask him about the oils first, squeeze it out, maybe cop a few fingers <laughs> off, and then kill him. You don't kill him first. Now we're going to be stuck here without paint oils for, for the rest of history. God damn it, you fucking klutz. <laughs> <laughs> so Francis enjoyed talking to Leonardo. He called him his favorite painter, engineer, and architect. Uh, the two of them That's in France sweet. spent hours chatting about theories of nature, physics, anatomy, and all their wa- wacky subjects that Leonardo had studied over the course of his life. And now when you were talking about why does the Louvre have all this, his paintings, because Leo actually brought... The Mona Lisa and like all these other paintings with him to France because Ah. basically the king of France was like, These dudes in Italy are just fucking using you. Uh, I actually like you and we should hang out (laughs) and I'll pay for your living because you're like, You can't paint anymore. Also, uh, if I can get like a favorite painter, engineer, architect all in one, I hate memorizing names, so that really helps me out. 
Yeah. He's like a Swiss army knife of a tenant. <laughs> I only need one favorite. Conversation. Hey, who's your favorite painter? Leonardo. Who is your favorite architect? Leonardo. It's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite type of bread. Leonardo. My name is Leonardo, sir. <laughs> Shut up. Get back in yes. here. You're my favorite closet dwelling weirdo. Leonardo. Check out this squirrel pig I made for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite dermist. <laughs> uh, so ask me the question. How did this artistic boy die? All right. So Le- Leonardo, although he was religious throughout his entire mm-hmm. life, he was very pick and choosy. Um, besides his sodomy charge when he was younger, um, and also one dude accusing him of necromancy for dissecting bodies, uh, he was very pious and the church respected him. I mean, he's doing all these great artworks for them. So, yeah. Um, but the interesting thing was Leo did not believe in life after death. Wow. so he actually called death the supreme evil, and he was very in his elder years. He was very like upset that he, like, once you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> oh really? Oh shit. Yeah, which kind of goes against being religious, you know, in yeah. the it Catholic Church, right? Shit. So by the time Leonardo da Vinci was 67, he couldn't walk anymore. Like I, like I keep saying, he we don't know the illness, and we can't study his corpse. Because it was destroyed during one of the Napoleonic Wars and lost over the centuries. Oh, so they kept him around for a little well, bit? Well, he's just buried somewhere in Leon, and then uh, apparently the church was, like, occupied. The church and graveyard was, like, occupied by troops, and I don't know, World War II happened. Like, we don't know where his corpse is. It's a shame. They knocked over all the headstones, probably. Uh, with all of his will squared away, he didn't forget about his old demon child. Uh, that he's demon child. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Where's kid. that fucking sick bastard been around? So the kid actually, he he was floating around. He was kind of like a socialite in Italy for a while. Uh, mm. Basically, had no talent. One of those people who was like, Ah, Leonardo's my daddy. <laughs> like one of those people on that. What's that app? Schmule. <laughs> one of those people. Schmule. <laughs> So uh, with with his will squared away, he died with the king of France in the room. Uh, the king of France apparently ran over to him while he was dying. He was seconds away from dying in the arms of the king oh, of France. Kissed him on the lips. Uh, and the date was May 2nd, 1519. There you go. And he was 67. And that's Leonardo da Vinci. Two years shy of 69. That sucks. Yeah. yeah I, um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd hang out with Leonardo cool da Vinci. Yeah, oh, draw really good. Another thing he used to do, uh, and that he did do for the King of France, was he would design sets for parties. So they're like, the some guy would be like, "Oh, because I have a party, Leonardo da Vinci, can you make me some sweet canopies?" And he actually designed a a mechanical tiger that could walk a few steps. Oh, oh cool! Electronic yeah. shit. Uh, Leonardo, I need an idea for a party. This one's got to be a popper. I've been doing a lot of parties recently, but this one's got to uh, go over because uh, it's my birthday. Right? You understand where I'm going? All right, so mm-hmm. what do you got in mind? What about the Roaring Twenties party? <laughs> <laughs> All the women wear feathers and short dresses and pillbox hats and dance around with their boobies. And uh, whatever's <laughs> underneath that. 
there are bark holes. And then yeah. and all the men will pretend that the booze is a bad thing and the US government wants them shot. What's a US government? You're a time traveler. Time traveling. He's dude, a fucking time saying. traveler. Every time there's a theme party, it's just like nineteen twenties. Of course we're gonna do this. We're gonna flap around, dude. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. He could have had a nineteen twenties party in like fifteen ninety two. Uh, not fifty ninety two because he would have been dead. Fourteen ninety two. Never know. You no know phones. what? Maybe we should have a future party like that. That'd be cool. Do you? Yeah. How would you do it? How'd next time, next time you guys are over here, we're gonna have a future party. We're gonna do like Ooh, the year. That'd be sweet. Fi- we'll we'll do the year thirteen ten. That is way old. Thirteen <laughs> ten. Yeah. Why did you go thirteen ten? Because that's like the most, like. I don't know, like medieval times. It's pretty. That's pretty old, dude. Looking. That's not a future, doing a future party. party. It needs to be oh, like future. twenty. Yeah. Back to the future. They go back. Yeah, in like twenty. I'll do, it. I'll do a thirteen ten party. We'll just go in the backyard and get covered in dirt. <laughs> yeah, and one of us will die of dysentery. Yeah, and I'll yeah, we'll wonder where the sun goes after it gets dark too. Yeah, we'll sit around the campfire and I'll and I'll and I'll fucking beat the shit out of a cat. <laughs> I'll pick ticks <laughs> out of Travis's fun. beard. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think Leo is pretty cool. Um, well, uh, you, you were saying stuff. something about guns, though. What? You do? You were saying something about gun things you'd get to. Oh yeah, I talked about how he made the machine gun, a shotgun. Oh, okay. tank. He already did it. I yeah. was paying attention. Um, he made a whole bunch of weird killing machines. You can look them That's up. Nice of him. But he was a peaceful boy. Oh yeah, man, nature. Didn't mean to. I I would hate if this guy was Elon Musk. That's so weird because much. Elon's like, I'll make a flamethrower, but don't kill anyone with it. Yeah, right. That's what Leonardo did. He was like, I'll draw this machine yeah. gun that existed, like that that's gonna exist in like 1910. You think he had chemical 115? But don't use it. I'm gonna throw this guess out there and say that Elon Musk draws for shit. Yeah, probably. He probably draws. He's probably, he probably but he probably, he's draws, probably good at drawing penises. Yeah, though. I was gonna say he probably draws a mean penis. Probably Big can't play penis. guitar. Not as cool as Da Vinci. Travis, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Travis, thanks. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, making it thank all the way Shane. through this grueling episode of excellence. You did it. I know. I know it's hard to get through an episode where the person is not that bad. So thanks. Uh, go to patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. Yes. Find yourself to the uh, subscribe or uh, what yeah, is it? Is it's a like sub- button. Yeah, whatever. Help Just do me. Shit, Smash that Help button. me. Give us, give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. You know what? Don't give us any money. Leave a comment. Give, give us negative press, please. Give us iTunes, anything. I don't care. I'm just iTunes ratings are pretty fucking cool. Yeah, put the thumbs down. <laughs> Bunch of fucking dumb bastard yeah. makers. Negative five stars. Thumbs up if you like us. All right. Well, we just lost Travis <laughs> due to a technical <laughs> difficulty. I he's there. back. There he is. I see him cheesing. Where is he? Travis, talk. He's not no, back, he, Cody. He's not back. All right. Well, thanks again. That's Good job. Tra- Travis just clocked out. Fuck you, Travis. Peace. Yep. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>